Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy holidays from Snoop Dogg and from us here at 93.7 The Ticket. This is Old School. I am uh, Jake Bakovin. Uh, Nick here as usual. Uh, I'm in for DP. He's uh, out at Madison Square Garden tonight. I saw him tweeting out a picture of that earlier, so uh, uh, hopefully uh, he's having fun. Uh, luckily, the other half of uh, of Old School is joining us. Set to join us here, Jay Foreman. Of course, uh, Husker, great longtime NFL. You guys know him. You listen to the show. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. We're, uh, we kind of had a fun little rundown that we just did uh, with the Huskers, and you being a, an ex-draft pick yourself, you went in the fifth round. I think your career showed you probably should have picked a little bit higher than that, but uh, we'll still run through uh, some of these Huskers and, and kind of let me think, uh, let me know what you think about uh, where they would probably be drafted at this time. Um, I, like a JoJo Doman, do you think that uh, a lot of these guys were kind of thinking mid-round. Do you think JoJo Doman can, have, can find a spot in the NFL? Uh, enough to be picked we kind of had him picked in the fourth or fifth round do you think that he could be picked that high yeah i think he could i think he, you know uh you know the draft is tricky you know it's all supply and demand mostly supply and demand and so you know i think with his skill set you know it was being able to be a hybrid somewhat and uh being able to do multiple things i think that plays you know well at the nfl level you know i think uh with him just just off without even looking at his, like, linebacker tape or hybrid tape or nickel, whatever you want to call it, uh, he can play special teams uh, just because of his ability to run, change directions, and, and hit. So, you know, there, that that gives you a leg up on a lot of guys, you know, coming into the draft because you're able to, you know, one of the first things they ask, coaches, uh, you know, people that work in the, you know, whatever football program they're looking at you at, is do you play special teams, number one, well, number one, they ask you, are you willing to play special teams, number one? Uh, do you play special teams? And then the most important, do you play them well? Do you play them as hard as you do uh, when you play, say, offense or defense? And so he checks all three of those boxes. Um, but then also I think he can, you know, find a home with the right team in the right situation, right defense that can use his skill set uh, to maximize, you know, his ability to run and everything like that. And, and so, you know, I think it's, yeah, he'll test out well because he generally has done well, I think, of, at least according to the newspaper. So, you know, I, I would envision that he's going to be able to go to the combine and show out well. So, um, you know, uh, you know, it's tricky. You know, you can, see, you can see him going, you know, sometimes, you know, third round, you can see him go second round, or you can see him go fifth or sixth round. So it just kind of depends on, you know, who really likes him and, uh, and, and you know, how the draft shakes out. You know, if there's a run on a third position, you know, linebackers are always kind of like the uh, the afterthought. And so, um, you know, you kind of, you know, if there's one position that generally slides unless you're a pass rusher or have, you know, real realistic pass rush ability or potential at the next level is, is linebacker. So, um, you know, I think he's definitely going to get drafted just a matter of where and when. Kind of depends on a lot of factors that sometimes doesn't have anything to do with him. It's just kind of circumstances. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting just to see how kind of things fall into place. But you mentioned specifically um, kind of those workouts that they're going to get in ahead of time. And, and it's going to be, I think, a really nice pro day for Nebraska because there's a lot of guys that are going to have the opportunity. But one guy people expect really well or to do really well and maybe raise his profile there is Cam Jurgens. Do you see him as a center at the next level or do you think he'd be better off at, at guard given some of his uh, streaky snapping that he's done over his career here? <laughs> Well, I think that uh, starting off, definitely he would have to play center. I just think is, uh, you know, he would, I think he was two seventy five, two eighty. You know, I don't want to, you know, yeah. if, he, if he's a little bit bigger, then you know, so be it. But I think uh, that center is, is, you know, look, that's where all his tape is at. You know, hmm. um, yeah, but he has the potential to play guard. You know, I think one thing with him, he's, his athletic ability is ever since he's been in high school. I think he's from Beatrice, has, has been you know off the charts. So. He hasn't lost any of that as he's gotten bigger, and obviously, you know, switched from I think he was a tight end in in high school to you know obviously a center, and you know it's a great feat for him to play a position he's never played in or he never played before, um, showing his willingness to learn and obviously go and, and be the best he can be and set himself up to uh, possibly get drafted. I think for him, um, again, you know, he's, he, I'm, I'm sure people are looking at him as a center, which is great. He's going to test out off the chart athletically, he's off the chart. You know, but you are right now just a center. So, you know, it's kind of like quarterback, only one, you know, it's not like guard where you can play left or right guard, you know, right or left tackle. People play multiple tight ends, you know, you just play center. But I think with him, he has the potential to play guard, um, you know, at the next level. Just hasn't played it. But um, I, I think he'll do well. You know, I mean, I think, uh, again, I think he's a kid, kid that's going to get drafted. Um, I think his best days are ahead of him as long as he can get in with the coach that can develop him to really get you know maximize you know all of his skill set um it's a, it's a different ball game playing up there in the league you know um and so it, it's going to be adjustment period but i think he's good at you know and he's, he's going to 92% of households that start the year with peloton are still active a year later 92 percent because of a bike not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Jay, I mean, eventually, as you got going into the league, I mean, you had like 130, 140 tackle seasons, so you really got going. How long does it take? Did it take you, or I guess, how long does does it see kind of with, with some of your teammates to kind of get into, you know, that transition from college ball to the NFL? Oh, uh, well, the transition's hard. I mean, you're playing against grown men and know what they're doing. You're playing against the best of the best, so it's not going to be easy. You know, if you have any bad habits or any uh, chinks in your armor, is going to be exploited, and it takes a lot of uh, self-preservation and, and, and uh, self-awareness to continually check yourself and make sure that you're always constantly improving. So 
it's one thing to get drafted. Another thing is to make it for, you know, a period of time. And you got to stay healthy. You know, your best attribute is, is being available. Um, you know, they always used to say your best ability is, is your availability. So you got to make sure you knock that out of the park. And that, a lot of times that has, you know, do with luck. Um, then when you get your, you know, you only get one or two opportunities. And when you do it, when you do get it, you got to knock it out of, you know, you got to step up to the plate. Um, because as fast as they drafted you, within a year or two, they're going to be trying to draft somebody or looking to draft somebody or pick somebody up uh, to take your spot. So you got to make sure that you're always appealing and obviously uh, always, uh, you know, somewhat improving and playing to a certain standard to be on the team. So, um, you know, a lot goes into it. I think uh, sometimes kids in Nebraska can get uh, smoke screened to think that you played at Nebraska for two or three years and, you know, that means you're automatically going to the NFL and that doesn't, you know, as we've seen in years past, that doesn't. That doesn't mean chili poop. And uh, getting there is one thing. It's a great feat. You know, it's less than 1%. But, you know, surviving it and, and playing multiple years and long career is another thing. Uh, and we are we are up against it, so i got to kind of hurry up with some of these. But um, So I'll just kind of group them together. Between Austin Allen, Cam Taylor-Britt, and Damian Daniels, who do you think is uh, is picked first among that group? Oh, that's tricky. You know, uh, the top two, I'll probably say – Austin Allen and, and Cam Taylor Britt. Um, I think Austin, you know, has a unique skill set being six foot eight, six foot nine. Uh, he can run better than you, you would think. He's a good athlete. I would say former basketball player. Uh, had a great year this year. Um, and, you know, he plays special teams. He's a leader. He's a captain. So I don't know. Who knows? You know, I think it's a deep class for tight ends which doesn't have anything to do with him individually. It has to do with supply and demand, and I'm not sure about corners. And so I think it's just a a toss-up. And then I think, you know, Damian Daniels probably comes in a little bit later. But, uh, you know, all of them, I think, is getting the right situation, you know, can uh, make a nice little career for themselves at the NFL level. Jay, a couple more here. You and I were kind of talking about this yesterday, and then last night we were texting a little bit. Rutgers is playing in the Gator Bowl. I mean, what was – what were your what was your reaction when they changed their mind and they want to play now? And how hard is it for for those guys to get up off the couch and not spend Christmas break at home and, and now come and play a football game on January first? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, the biggest thing, my worry is like, are you know, what kind of physical shape are the players? Yeah. Um, you know, if all that is is pretty good and you're only going to have a limited amount of practices to get back into it, you know, a couple went pads. Uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. But I think it, there's no negative for Rutgers to take the game. One, it's going to be a high-profile game, so that's good for them and the brand. I'm sure they're going to get a bowl payout, um, and they're going to get more practices. And, uh, you know, it can only pay off dividends for them. And, and I think it's going to be a good thing to, to look back upon for them to build their their profile, not only in the Big Ten, but nationally And um so, yeah, I, I just more or less a health thing. You know, guys, they've probably been off close to three weeks or maybe a little bit more than three weeks. Uh, you know, if I will have, what, four or five days or four or five practices to get ready for a game, it's going to be a little bit of a unique experience and a tall task. But I think if Greg Schiano and Rutgers, you know, they say they want to play, you know, anybody, anywhere, any place, anytime, and they definitely are taking that to heart. And, Jay, before we let you go, I know Husker basketball fans want to hear uh, your reaction to last night. Nebraska, in their get-right game, did get right with an 88-74 to win over Kennesaw State. Uh, do you think that they kind of figured something out, or do you think that was just the quality of competition they were playing? 
Well, yeah, I mean, look, they they were down sixteen to eight, and then uh, and Kennesaw State, I think, it gave you know Creighton a little bit of uh, issue. So, um, you know, you, you only can play who's on your schedule. I, I thought that they looked a lot better. I, I like the ball movement, which they still scored eighty eight points. Um, I know Kennesaw State wasn't a defensive stalwart, but at the end of the day, they hit some open shots. They got better shots. So, regardless, you know, I think you know the shooting percentage would have been right about that with against anybody. Um, and uh, you know, the one thing I'll say is like I thought, you know, Alonzo Verge had you know twelve assists. Those are legit assists, and you saw him play like more of a complete complete game. And the one thing uh, you know you can go back on is, is Fred Horberg said none of them took it personally when they got coached hard. Um, and that's what you need, and you need to continue to do it and keep them in check. Don't just do it for one time. Don't just do it because it's, I'd say, somewhat easy against Kennesaw State. Do it because it's the betterment of the team. The same guy scored about the same amount of points per game, and it, it, it works. Now, will you score 88 points against, like, Ohio State? Maybe not, but you can still get in a good you know, clip around 60, 70. And then, obviously, the defense, I think, was a little bit better because you saw a little bit more steals and got out in the break. So, I think it all points in a good direction, especially going into a break and then uh, you have good energy coming back. You know, I think they're going to be back Monday, so they should be definitely uh, looking forward to it. He's Jay Foreman, uh, ex-Black Shirt, a uh, longtime NFLer. Of course, most importantly, your host of Old School. Uh, but, uh, Jay, thanks for joining us today. Happy holidays, man. All right, man, you too, and, uh, you know, have a good Christmas. All right, there he goes, Jay Foreman. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll round things out here on Old School and get you into your Christmas break, kids. That's coming up next here on Old School on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.